Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Events occur in time. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. We're back here live on FTC Radio Live. It's December 30th, 2021. Two days left in this... I don't even know what to call this year. It was just, it was a year. It was another one on the calendar. We all hope, we all hope that 2022 is going to be just a tad bit better. It really can't get much worse. But then again, we said it a year ago uh, anyway. So um, that's right. We're live. We were off yesterday as we have been most um, Sunday, or I'm sorry, most uh, Wednesday afternoons. We kind of take a little uh, midweek break. And normally, normally we're coming back to talk football tonight, but there is no football tonight, John. So what the hell are we going to do? Well, we're going to wish LeBron James a happy birthday. Uh, he turns 37 yes. today. And also Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods turns 45. Pretty amazing that Tiger Woods and LeBron James have the same birthday. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe it's just something uh, something about that day. I don't know. What, what, let's let's track back uh, months, December, let's see, 12th, uh, March. Uh, may, maybe it's spring break. Maybe it was a spring break. Maybe it was a first day of spring type of thing. Maybe, you know, again, co- maybe it's a coincidence that uh, that happened. Uh, for both of them. But no, obviously two greats of their uh, respective uh, professions. I said it before we got on the air. I said, I I will reluctantly give uh, credit to your guy, LeBron. I know, um, I know you're obviously a big LeBron James guy. I'm, uh, I don't follow basketball as much. I'll never sit here and pretend like I, I I do, because if I say something stupid, at least I I can admit, be like, Hey, I, I, you know, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I already said that I don't follow it. So if I say something stupid, you can't fault me too much. But, um, I have paid attention enough to know, like, I mean, what, obviously what LeBron James is doing, it, it continues to defy logic. Um, same thing we see with Tom Brady. It's, you know, the, the older mm-hmm. they get, the, the more they just continue to, to prove that um, certainly they're the best now. Uh, the discussion all time great again is something, a discussion, again, I don't necessarily have the uh, uh, prerequisite, uh, ability to discuss like I do the quarterback, but um, the longer we go, it's getting harder and harder to, to, to make that anti LeBron um, 
<laughs> argument, even even from someone who, you know, disp- my fan allegiance is have uh, forced me to uh, uh, dislike him on on that level, and uh, certainly that carries a heavy influence for a lot of people's judgment when it comes to ranking great players. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a coincidence that the people that hate Tom Brady are the most the most are Packers and Chiefs fans, or at least it seems that way and over the last four or five years. Um and, mm-hmm. and, and you can you can see a pattern with that throughout history and all that. So, you know, that's just normal sports stuff. But uh, you know, when it comes to objectively looking at it, it it's hard not to uh give the guy credit who um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, and again, you know uh, more about certainly the the current state of the NBA than I do. He's working his way into uh, MVP discussion at 37. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even though the Lakers are below 500, so it's difficult to give someone the MVP oh, sure. that's on a sub 500 team. But they've talked about Nikola Jokic being MVP again this year after winning it last. There was only a game or two above the Lakers. Steph Curry finished third in MVP voting last year. And his team didn't even make the playoffs, so you can kind of give, you can still give love to players that aren't playing on necessarily great teams, which is weird for LeBron because he's when he's healthy playing, his team is always a contender. It just hasn't worked that way with the Lakers. I think they'll make plenty of moves once the trade deadline uh, approaches on February 10th. He may lead the league in scoring in his 19th year, which is pretty crazy. My thing with LeBron and Michael Jordan has always been, let's have a discussion about it. It's just a lot of people, especially my age or maybe a decade younger, are such Jordan zealots that they don't even want to hear about it. And to me, that's lunacy, right? That's like there were, the older guys would always say, well, yeah, Tom Brady's the best quarterback, but he's not Jim Brown. Well, I think Brady's kind of surpassed Jim Brown as the greatest football player ever, but it's still a discussion because mm-hmm. Brown was so dominant during his career. So I just like to have those discussions. Like I'm a Mario Lemieux over Wayne Gretzky guy and people push back and go, that's crazy. I go, well, it's really not. I mean, let's have that discussion. That's all I ask for. Yeah. And, and look, obviously I, I think much, much like we get, uh, uh, certainly with, with quarterbacks in the NFL, um, a, a premature crowning, I think leads to a lot of pushback and not, not, um, you know, look, uh, LeBron came into the league with as much hype and, and for, for as much hype as he's had, you can easily argue that he's he's succeeded at, which is, is near yep. impossible when it comes to, um, you know, how things or expectations are, are done. But even in his sense, even in his career, I think he was elevated to such a high level very early, <clears throat> very early. We see it all the time with athletes, you know what I mean? And, and it's kind mm-hmm. of the, you know, the, the reaction to it. So that breeds resentment. That that breeds, uh, uh, you know, a lot of defensive um, thought processes from, you know, the, the guy that was the mm-hmm. guy before. So all these Michael Jordan fans, exactly. folks that are my age and, and younger who, you know, will – 35 and a little bit over and, and 35 and a little bit younger, the, you know, the kids who grew up with Jordan, not necessarily the adults. I think maybe the adults, you know, maybe have a little bit better perspective because they did see guys before Jordan, you know, some of that older era mm-hmm. uh, uh, of, of NBA basketball. But for my age group, the 35s to say 45s or, or say 30 to, to 40 age group. Um, you, you grew Jordan's up, the guy. Yeah, you, you can't even debate with them. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and it's tough because, like you know, it, it's like I said, par, I I can't necessarily blame them for the most part because, again, like I said, when 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 you're sitting there elevating a guy, and it happened early in LeBron's career, it was oh, he's the greatest of all time. We're seeing it already in football, and and I think at least in the in in this LeBron Michael Jordan discussion, there actually is a discussion, whereas. Right now, I think it's being done to players that, again, it, it creates a, a, just a divide that is never going to be, you know, you know, you're never going to reach a, a consensus because we, we the divide has happened too much. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's never going to mm-hmm. repair itself. And so you're always going to have that pushback. And, and again, same thing in the NBA. But, you know, at, at a certain point, though, it's like I, I you know, the, obviously the thing working against LeBron is um, the victories, the victories in the finals. I mean, that's, that's, that is the saving grace for any anti-LeBron argument. It is mm-hmm. he didn't win enough. And there's some legitimacy to it. I'm not going to completely dismiss it. But like I've been saying, John, at a certain point, though, how can you deny just the, the, the sustained success and, you know, when it comes down to it, it, it's like 
okay, you don't win a Super Bowl. You know, the the te- the game, uh, the season is not necessarily a success. You know, it, it, it's all relative to what the team is. But look at the Patriots, for example. If they didn't win a Super Bowl, forget just getting to it. If they didn't win, the season was a failure, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality of it is, like, 2007, I mean, you're talking about a, a 60-second difference from being one of the biggest collapses to being unanimously the greatest team of all time. That's that's how thin of a margin it is. So do I think it's necessarily that thin in the NBA? Not necessarily because, again, you, you, it's not a one game off. But when you put it in the context of NBA basketball and you're talking about, oh, he's only won four times, well, look, I'm, I'm not going to give him credit for losing to a great team like some LeBron fans do. I think that's a little bit too much. But I'm also not going to sit here and knock him because he went to ten, you know, ten finals and only won right. four. It's like that, that's that's absurd, you know. Like, he, did, yeah, he's 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 four and six in finals. Jordan was six and zero, oh, so that's obviously the argument for Jordan. But to me, going to ten finals is an incredible accomplishment. But you also have to look at in the context that Jordan never really beat a team as good as the Golden State team with Durant and Curry. Never beat a team as good as the San Antonio teams with Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, and the second to, championship to, they won had Kawhi Leonard as MVP. To, so that, to, there's some, a little bit of that. I mean, Jordan did dominate the league in the 90s, but there was really not a lot of pushback. And, and people talk about the Knicks and Pacers in the East. They each had one Hall of Famer. I mean, LeBron's gone up against way more Hall of Famers in the finals honestly, and in the playoffs. I don't even, I, Jordan I, don't even, I don't even think that's LeBron's strongest case. Like, because... If you get into the, you know, oh, you know, who has they, you know, who have they faced, you know, this, that, and the other, like, you can sit there and say, well, you know, tougher final, uh, tougher, tougher final opponents for LeBron, maybe weaker to the finals opponents for LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I think, though, I That's think, honestly, people argue, but I, yeah. I push back on Indiana and New York well, being all that great. But they each had just one Hall of Famer. So yeah, but uh, like you know, Reggie Miller in Indiana was it's it's tougher. Was, it's tougher to I I think personally I think it's tougher to to lean on that. What I what I was going to say is the, the longevity, and not just the longevity, oh. but it's 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 the sustained success over such a long period of time. I think is his Great. greatest thing. So you know, to me, when, when people start you know bringing up like, well, he played this opponent or that opponent, it's like, okay, you get, it, it's so hard to, to really quantify that because we're talking about, first of all, uh, uh, errors of basketball that at, at, you know, at certain times span about 25 years difference. So it, it, it's hard to sit there and, and use hindsight and look back and also look into the present and everything like that. So, you know, I, I don't really like to put too much stock into that, but, but, I think the longevity factor is one of the biggest uh, uh, pro LeBron things, and obviously coupled with the with the success. I mean, you can't like if he if he goes to nine finals and lost all of them, you're not getting as much credit as if he goes right. to ten and lo- loses six. Like, I mean, it, you have to exactly. win at a certain point. Like, if he loses all oh, nine, four. then then I'm not going to give. But four and six, you know, coupled with everything else, again, it's getting harder and harder to 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 make the debate against it i'm not saying that it's over i'm just saying that you know it, it at, a, at a certain point you got to look at it objectively and then um you know then you can really come to a to a to a decent and point. jordan got breaks right breaks in terms of he took breaks i mean we can debate whether he got suspended or not in 1993 essentially two years off you know went and played baseball kind of you know healed his body a little bit although you could also make the argument that who in their right mind takes two years away from a sport comes back and then becomes the best player again. I mean, that, yeah. that like yeah. I could, I couldn't picture like our two quarterbacks taking two years off and coming back in 2024 and still being the two best quarterbacks. That would be, you know, would defy logic, but Gordon did do that. I, you know, I'd be very interested to see what Aaron Rodgers looks like two years away from everything. <laughs> like, to be honest with he'd you. Be, he'd be, I'd be living on a commune no. by that point. Uh, honestly, though, I don't think he could disappear for two years. And uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought oh, no, that up. Oh, no, he loves it. You know, it, 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 he does, he does. And uh, I brought this up, and I know a lot of people saw this um, or, or, or heard this on, on Twitter uh, over the last couple of days, but, you know, obviously, you know, he does his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show. And I think separate from his abilities on the field, I think we can sit here and say that like, you know, his, his personality leaves a lot to be desired. Um, certainly the way, well, 
I, 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 I like it because he has a personality. Most well, players in the NFL don't. But, I, I, but that's, you know, that's, that's one thing. But I'm saying, like, look, I, I, don't, I don't agree with how he's, again, the, the, like, he, he's a quarterback. I don't, I don't need to hear medical advice from him or his quote-unquote medical opinion. I'm sorry, I just don't. You know what I mean? I like, I, I think but it, that's it's too... That's what makes him newsworthy. That's it, what makes him yeah, interesting. It's, oh, right? sure, it's newsworthy. But, again, when it comes to what we're dealing with right now, and it's like you're touting information you got from Joe Rogan. Like, Jesus, guy. Like, you know, it, what he's saying... Wasn't Brady selling stuff on his website that, you know, this is to help boost your immune system yeah. during COVID? I mean, so, I mean, they're, they're, no, they're, look, they're no, the two really. best quarterbacks <laughs> of the era. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to let that slide. That's, you're, you're talking oh, about true. two completely different things. You're talking about vitamins, talking about uh, a boost, boosting immune system, not, you know, uh, medical advice or medical community is turning into propaganda is what he well, said. Well, the, the problem is don't, don't listen to either one of them. I mean, they're great well, quarterbacks. Well, no, that's so the point. But, but Aaron Rodgers is the guy up there taking every opportunity he can get to talk about his treatment and, and all this stuff and, and kind of keep pushing this, like, you know, it, it's kind of dangerous because now you have people that, again, are, are they fans of Aaron Rodgers and are they agreeing with him because they're fans? Well, yeah, I'm sure there's there's things that. So they're sitting there like, yeah, you know what? Maybe this vaccine isn't safe when the abundance of research says that it is. Right. And, you know, what he claimed to be a non-peer, re, non-reviewed uh, discussion is false. I mean, this stuff goes through. Oh, you're right. I'm, I'm not. I'm so not pushing that, back. That, at, yeah. So at, I mean, but but that's. I think it, that's dangerous. That's scary. But that's that falls on the person that that does do that. That says, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers said I should do this for my." Um, well, and, and, but that, but that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's my that's doctor. The, that's exactly. And that's, and that's, yeah. that's the thing. No, no, it's like you know, he's he's a guy who'll sit there and but he wants he likes hearing himself speak. He likes. Again, well, I, I brought yeah. it up before. It's like every chance he gets, he's going to wince because of the toe. Because he's, you know, as sure. great as great as he is, it, he's a bit of a drama queen. And so, oh, he, here's, absolutely, isn't he? Isn't he a basically football's liberal version of Kurt Schilling in a sense? Uh, right. I mean, remember, Kurt Schilling was a drama king as well. I mean, and, and likes to hear himself talk and wasn't afraid to have opinions on things he maybe wasn't all that. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah. Get, in some sense, it's just yeah, that Schilling Schilling was more of a Fox News guy, and I know Rogers with the anti-vax and all this stuff seems like you know, but I think at his heart he's a pretty liberal guy. I know he supported Bernie Sanders. I don't know of many NFL quarterbacks that supported Bernie Sanders. So, um, so yeah, he, to me he's, he's kind of like the the liberal version of Kurt Schilling. And when you're that extreme on either side, you know, follow with caution mm-hmm. because they they tend to be bombastic use any other adjective you want yeah and and look i mean a lot of my pushback with this is the fact that um you know uh uh, (laughs) tom brady was made like the card carrying member of the of the alt-right group because he once said that it'd be nice to have a putting green (laughs) at the white house prior to to donald trump being elected yeah and you know guys like drew Brees and and now rogers are are, are for the most part skirt i'm not going to say completely skirting criticism because i am going to play a clip here from dominic foxworth who who kind of really went in on uh rogers here but you know from a fan perspective i mean good god imagine if brady said anything remotely close to this i mean there'd be pitchforks and 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 torches outside his house i mean i know i yeah no it would be yeah because there's there's more there's more pushback against Brady because he's been around longer. He's more successful. It's almost like Brady's almost like the guy in high school that everybody, you know, kind of hated because they were always getting A's and they were the star athlete and they had the hot girlfriend and they drove a nice car and they came from, you know, a prominent family. It was just like, oh, this guy's just too good to be true. That's kind of the pushback on Brady, right? And then he just wins so much. Yeah, and I think, I, I think you see a little winning. bit of that. The <laughs> winning and the yeah. winning. It's kind of like Derek Jeter, right? There was a lot. Of, at some point, they became pushback to Derek Jeter. It's like this guy can't be this good, right? Like, it, like I always thought he was an overrated player. To be honest with you, I thought A. Rod was a superior <laughs> player. But, well, his but defense I, left a lot. And I'm to not be a Red decided. Sox guy, believe me, I'm not. But, but Jeter kind of like was the Brady of his time. Like, okay, this guy's just too good to be true, right? It's just like he's good looking. He always says the right thing. His teammates love. It's almost like. Okay, are there are there any negatives with this particular person? And there didn't seem to be. Rogers is more of almost like a pathetic character at some point, 
right? You know, he's this is like he's, he's just like he's, he's an animal. He just looks like he's got a big black cloud. <laughs> oh God, yeah, of course he is. It's the same as Kevin Durant. See that I like those parallels that you know. Um, I, I kind of always put like Brady and LeBron somewhat similar because they're both big into their branding, right? Oh, and they're sure. both the longevity is ridiculous. I mean, it's just to to, to sit here at one guy's forty four and still right there is the best quarterback in football, and the other guy's in his nineteenth year playing freaking basketball is still in the discussion with the best player. That that's a testament to, to their greatness, hard work, all that stuff. So they're saying, but Durant and Rogers are the are the comps. They're the, they're the same guy for me in terms of you know they they. Very thin-skinned, passive-aggressive, but so damn talented that you know you, you put up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that kind of leads me into you know uh, this clip. I know you haven't heard it. I know a lot of people out there have, but um, I'll play a little bit of it and then we can uh, we can we can react as 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 we do. Okay. I guess we should put a button on it like this. Do you think he's playing better this season? than last season because no matter what you say no matter where he goes no matter what's going on this guy is elite when it comes to quarterbacks he's a really good quarterback and i you could argue that point and i, I think uh, i don't know if you guys watched 30 rock but i remember the episode the bubble episode where john ham was so handsome that he could do or say anything and everyone pretended like it made sense like aaron Rodgers throwing the ball it is so handsome and he thinks that he can say and do anything to the point where we start to believe that maybe Brian Gutekunst has failed him, when in actuality, no. Brian Gutekunst has loaded that defense with players. He's protected Aaron Rodgers with a great offensive line. He's gotten A.J. Dillon, a running attack that um, supports Aaron Rodgers. He's gotten him a true number one receiver. Not number one on the team. On the team, number one in the league. All of this is happening, and he's still like, nah, I'm good because y'all drafted that quarterback one time, and it hurt my feelings. And because you let one of my slot receivers go one time, I got to get Randall Cobb back. Like, it seems kind of outrageous. To me, it feels like this combined with the misinformation that he's putting out, it just feels like he has this, like, victim complex that he wants everyone to feel sorry for him. It's like, no, everyone's jumping down my throat because I said something that was vastly against science and dangerous. Why are you so mean to me? I just want to have a debate. <laughs> so uh, there, there, that goes on for like another I, like two minutes. Um, I, he's a smart guy too, Dominic Foxworth. I, I always like him. He, oh, yeah. he brings a different perspective to things. Very, very bright guy. I believe he's a, uh, at Harvard. I mean, he's just a really smart guy. He's a, a, a big in the players' union. Uh, I, I like his perspective a lot. And I agree with like 97% of that stuff. Absolutely. Uh, the only part I'll push back a little bit um, is – you know, they did draft Devontae Adams, and I think Rodgers has had a lot to do with his development. And the offensive line has been banged up this year. And But they've been able to still sustain a good offensive line because the general manager has gone out and got good players. So up and up to 99%, I agree with. Yeah, no, I, I, what Dominic Foxworth said there is, is look, it's true. I, I'm not going to push back on that. I'd be an idiot to, to and, push back. And, and look, the, the fans, for the most part, have adopted that personality. Because, you know, I heard that and I said, okay, this is, this is very – uh, uh, evident in this current situation and with him personally, but the but the fans do the same thing. I mean, you know how many times I've had to hear, hear about, oh, the disadvantages poor Aaron Rodgers has. Oh, he was, you know, we, we go back to that Cardinals game, and, and this, like, I've seen more twisted truths and half-truths and manipulated uh, uh, points of view when it comes to trying to convince uh, someone that Aaron Rodgers uh, is so-and-so or this or that. Um, you know, go back to that Cardinals game where, like, they said, oh, he was without his top three wide receivers. You know who his top four pass catchers are? Devontae Adams, no, obviously. Yeah, I, I'm saying, right. you know, obviously yeah. for anyone who hasn't heard me. A.J. Dillon, uh, Aaron Jones, and Randall Cobb. The latter three all played in that game. So th- this idea, you don't have to exaggerate your point to try to make your point for Aaron Rodgers. It's great. The reason people exaggerate it is... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because the reality is that he's trailing in the MVP race. And this is the... the tr- Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Transition I'm getting into right now. I've, 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 well, I've he's in been... Vegas. He is with you, but he is in Vegas. Well, again, we, we both know that, you know, yeah, odds are, are fairly at, but again, that also represents betting. And I think a lot of can people... I just can I explain can I explain why like I'm not a Packers fan I'm a Rogers yeah. fan so when he's Denver next year I'll become a Broncos fan if he's hosting Jeopardy I'll watch every night whatever um, but the reason that Ben and Favre had a lot of this too right when he was there from the time Lombardi retired in 1968 you know early 1968 till 1992 that's 24 years. You can make a case that the Green Bay Packers were the worst franchise in football, one of the most irrelevant, other than the fact that they had a great history. They made the playoffs once in a 24-year period. Along comes Brett Favre, makes them relevant. They win a Super Bowl. After Favre, Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl, relevant every year. And it's Green Bay. There's not a lot going on there. Like, if you're the star quarterback of the L.A. Rams, all right, Matt Stafford, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work well this year and they lose in the divisional round, well, you still got the Lakers, you still got the Clippers, you still got the Dodgers, the Kings. You got you, there's a lot to do in L.A. In Green Bay, there's nothing to do. The quarterback, I mean, I, I would think that the quarterback pictures of quarterbacks are up on the walls right next to you know Jesus Christ and whoever else. Like I, I would think that in most Green Bay homes, mm-hmm. that's the way they're elevated. After 15 years of that, the player probably starts to buy into it, right, and says, "Oh, sure, I, I guess I can walk on water because the fans." Adore me. I mean, he could come out and probably take a dump on the Green Bay logo at the 50-yard line, and they'd still give him a standing ovation. Well, like, look, I mean, that's that's nothing different from when he was drafted, and he took it personal that he fell to 24th, which, again, yeah, sure, I mean, that's, that's, you know, when you expect to go one, you go 24th, you're going to be disappointed, but, you know, he kind of, to his credit, and kind of speaking to, to how we feel about him as a person in terms of, you know, just the, the view of himself that he has, you know, he, he took that as, oh, I got drafted in, you know, the sixth round. <laughs> there's this uh, this complex, yep. there's this need to, like Dominic Foxworth says, play the victim. And it kind of translates to a lot of his, um, you, you know, the fan base surrounding. Not you, John, not you. Of course not you. I, I, when I say the fans, the Rodgers fans. Objective support. Exactly. That's what I call exactly. And so when I say uh, Rodgers fans, I certainly, certainly am not talking about you. Um, but I've experienced this over the last couple of days because uh, the last couple of weeks I've, I've, I've uh, put together a chart of speak and, and, and of sorts. Uh, I don't know. Apparently I can't speak uh, because I, you know, I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll just move past that and pretend like I didn't just completely screw up. The English language there. Um, I put together a, a, a sheet uh, with a collection of data. Now, um, the point of this was to put on paper everything that we know about these two quarterbacks in their respective offenses and teams going into mm-hmm. this last two weeks of, like I said, and I, I say it, uh, I try to say it as much as possible, these are the best two quarterbacks in the league. This race is extremely tight. Mm-hmm. But it's Aaron Rodgers who is still playing catch up here, and and what baffles my mind is that not only you know um, among you know a, a 
good group of media, not necessarily voters, and that's that's the saving grace in all this, uh, a group of media that he is not only the overwhelming favorite, but Brady's completely out of the picture. And, it, and, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm it's mind-boggling. So, you know, I put mm-hmm. together this, this sheet, and I put it out there, got a lot of traction, got a lot of comments. And of all the people, of all the Packers fans or Rodgers fans that responded trying to dispute it, they didn't really have too much other than narratives trying to prove narratives. And by that, I mean, we, we, we devolve into, Oh, he is the most, he is the most incredible thrower of the football, but all these subjective, fairly, you know, non substance points of view, because really all you're doing is speaking in hyperbole. So if you can't do Mm -hmm. anything, but speak in hyperbole to dispute this, then that's not a good case for Aaron Rodgers. And, And look, the big thing is, you know, like I said, we both agree they're the best two quarterbacks in the league, and, and you're not going to get that from me. You're not going to get anything different from me. Um, you're not going to mm-hmm. hear me say that Aaron Rodgers hasn't had a great season yet. But when I look at the big picture, obviously we know that Tom Brady's leading in, in touchdowns. And, and the bigger point being yards, and it's not just because it's yards, it's because it's nearly a 1,000 yards more. I mean, that's a, that's a fairly significant number. Um mm-hmm. You know, obviously Brady's leading the league in yards per game by virtue of obviously throwing the most yards. Aaron Rodgers is tenth and eleventh, respectively. Um, that that difference comes because he's he obviously missed a game. Um, the turnovers, and th- and that's the big thing. The interception total that was kind of like the big uh, you know fighting point for Aaron Rodgers, and rightfully so. He's thrown four of them, and and we see it all the time. Touchdown to interception ratio. Touchdown to interception ratio. Well, okay, if you want to just look at it surface. On the surface, that's fine. You get you get a little bit deeper. You dive a little bit deeper into what actually has happened between these two quarterbacks, and that's where that separation continues. And the reality of it is, John, not too many people want to look beyond the beyond the surface. And and that's what what you know gets me a little bit because like it it, it makes it all mostly narrative driven. And and the reality of it is like Tom should be the favorite now. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers certainly has not closed the gap over the last handful of weeks, but simply getting closer doesn't elevate you above. I mean, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, I, I think it's real close. I think it's going to be close. Uh, there's 50 voters. I would assume they'll get the lion's share of votes. There'll be a few sprinkled in for uh, Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Somehow someone may vote for Cooper Cup. I just don't like the whole system where you just have one vote. You know, I, I wish they'd have first, second, and third place so it, it would give you a fair indication of how it is, kind of like the way the Heisman is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just have one person to pick, it becomes kind of tough. Although, you know, it's like, you know, poop or get off the pot, I guess. Pick your MVP. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be really, really close. I mean, I, could it be a year where they share the MVP? That would be interesting. It happened in 2003 with Steve McMahon and, and Peyton Manning. But that has to be organic. I mean, it, that, that's like trying to draw an inside straight flush have a co-MVP in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'd be happy if, if Tom wins the MVP on February 10th and Aaron wins the uh, Super Bowl on February 13th. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'll, sure. I'll make that trade. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm sure oh, you uh, would. So no, that, absolutely. That, there absolutely. be a curse of the MVP, right? But, so, but see, I'd uh, rather I'd rather, um, I'd rather have both, though. You know, <laughs> that, I'm, I'm, I'm greedy. I'm greedy. What can I say? I admit it, I'm greedy. Wow. So, uh, Gecko over here. Well, look, I mean, Tom, Tom has twice gone to the Super Bowl as the that year's MVP and unfortunately right. has lost twice, 2007 and 2017. Third time's a charm, my friend. For number eight, you know, half as many MVPs, but uh, he will get his eighth Super Bowl. But, uh, no, look, I, I, I agree. I would agree. I mean, look, would it – would I be upset with a split here? Um, I think it would just it would it would just turn fan bases upside down. So I, I might be here for the chaos, um, but it wouldn't surprise me because again, this this isn't a race that that that's you know that far off. But uh, the thing is, <clears throat> I feel like no one's really giving Rogers any slack for for missing a game, and and I understand that you know. Look, just missing a game, and and we'll get into the circumstances of that in just a second, just missing a game, you know, it's not going to help you. Let's put it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But in this situation, you know, and his decision not to get vaccinated 
guaranteed mm-hmm. that he, you know, obviously up until what yesterday, um, his decision not to get vaccinated guaranteed that if he caught it short of it happening at the beginning of his bye week, mm-hmm. he would miss a game. And he knows that. Right. And he knew that. And he, he, he risked it and he lost. So that mm-hmm. has to count negatively towards him. Now, and, and that's why when I, I sit there and people will sit there, oh, well, the MVP doesn't get shut out. Well, well, technically, Aaron Rodgers did get shut out, okay? <laughs> his decision caused him to miss the game in which his team right. lost. So, you know what? He, he can't get credit for that, or you can't just ignore that. I'm not saying that's the deciding factor, but you add that into, okay, the biggest criticism against Brady, and it's really picked up steam this last, like, week and a half, is, oh, he got shut out. Aaron Rodgers lost to the same team 38-3. to <laughs> so yeah, I, if, I, I if, don't, I don't yeah, hold that against if, either one of them. It's, uh, somehow New Orleans has a way of defending Rodgers and Brady. God bless them. Dennis yeah. Allen should be in the discussion as assistant coach of the year and maybe get another crack as being a head coach because mm-hmm. he, he seems to do – and he did a good job against the Patriots. I mean, he's, he's 4-0 and against Tampa, the Patriots, and Green Bay. They're all playoff teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not putting, obviously, the Patriots offense with Green Bay's or, or – uh, Tampa Bay's at the quarterback position, obviously, but yeah, no, give him give him a lot of credit. No, I, that, that's lunacy that they, you know because he he got shut out. I mean, it's, well, it's, that, that that was one of the you know when I when I talk about the the, the retorts to the information that right. I, I I provided people, um, that was one of the big ones. It was like, oh, you don't lose, and I'm like, and then and then I got people telling me that oh, week one doesn't really count because it was like, and I'm like sitting here like, okay, like now no, we're just getting. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what are we yeah. going to do? Oh, Go back in history and wipe out people. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's it's kind oh, well, of absurd. Here, here's so. the other thing too. The other thing too, not to interrupt you, but the, the other thing too is that now the other side would be, well, Green Bay played without Rodgers. How do they look? So you know, you take the guy. Yeah, I mean, and again, I wouldn't want to I mean, see. I wouldn't want to see Blaine Gabbert quarterback in Tampa Bay either. Exactly. So that, you know, exactly. If, like, look, if, I, if we, <laughs> we both understand how valuable they are just being in the huddle, right? Yeah, so exactly. that, that could be, So but, he lost a. Missed that game, but the other thing too could happen. Just, just there is a scenario that this happens where Green Bay wins on Sunday night and Dallas loses late Saturday after, Sunday afternoon to Arizona. Probably not going to happen, but you know how the NFL is. Dallas looked so great last week, and Arizona's looked so bad the last three weeks. You know, it mm-hmm. wouldn't shock me that Arizona goes into Dallas and wins. The Packers would clinch the number one seed at that point, mm-hmm. so he probably wouldn't play in Week 18 against Detroit. So he would have missed. Two games, but well, one of those games being missed because you clinched the one seed. So yeah. that can't be. And, so and, that that scenario that could happen. That's important too, and I I, I don't want to sound like I'm not I'm dismissing the one seed. Um, but you know, when, again, when it, I think that's a factor. But I I think the majority of the factors when we again really get into it in terms of production versus I don't want to say help, but advantages. Um, it 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 just the the facts. Are, are laid out, you know, it favors Brady. Is it is it a deciding factor? Well, in this case, it kind of is because Brady, like I said, I think, you know, he, he's the lead, you know, he's produced more than anyone. He's been this guy from day one, from the beginning of the season. I, I don't think anyone's really giving that any stock. It's, it's more or less like, you know, we've talked about it for weeks now. It's like they were just chomping at the bit to knock him down. And, you know, every week it was someone new and, and, you know, some of those guys you look back and it's almost laughable that you would consider like, you know, there were people still trying to convince themselves that Kyler Murray, who had missed three games, <laughs> was still the leader in the MVP race when it was very clearly break. You know what I mean? That's how ridiculous it yeah. got. So it's not surprising. One without Kyler Murray, they're zero and three since he came back. Yeah. So how much is he? He's not. I don't even know how he made the Pro Bowl. To be honest, well, with you, you. you could I, say I, that I, last Stafford. year too. Two NFC quarterbacks. They, yeah. yeah, last year was Brady. This year, Stafford got screwed out of it. So. Right. He's. Uh, He's, he's got that third slot over those two guys who had better years mm-hmm. in their given years and, and have obviously a, a much bigger career base. I mean, I'm not putting Matt Stafford in Tom Brady's, you know, class at all, but Stafford's been a damn good quarterback for the last decade. And, you know, he should be the third, you know, Pro Bowl quarterback by Rodgers and Brady. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even understand. Again, the fans vote and Kyler is exciting to oh, watch yeah, sure. and all. It, it's interesting uh, to see what happens, but yeah, the, the the number one seed could play into this. I'm also interested to see the 50 voters, how they are made up. Are they old guys, young guys, all of this stuff? So it may be, it may be the older guys just look at the surface stats and vote for Rogers and the younger guys may vote for Brady because they're going to go deeper. They're going to look at your chart. 
and say, okay, here's where Brady has the edge over Rodgers and, and different types of numbers. Or, or maybe it's just flipped, that the old guys love Brady mm-hmm. because he's kind of more like Johnny Unitas, and they're kind of sick of Aaron Rodgers, who's telling people what to do if they have COVID well, or the, how to avoid the, it. The thing so that, I, I don't know. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The thing that's puzzling for me, though, is like, you know, I, I sit here and I look at, <clears throat> say, like, PFF. And, and I know, like, not, not you know, the, the guys that are out there putting out all these, like, charts, like, making a, like, I mean, every day there's a different, like, algorithm that predicts that anything that predicts anything, I kind of. I don't dismiss, but I don't put a lot of stock in, you know, I'll, like I've said before, looking at numbers after the fact, like raw, like, you know, as, as far few subjective numbers as possible, like there's always going to be subjectivity in a lot of these, but like, I, mm-hmm. I, I like to go for the ones that have at least, at least uh, the least amount of that, whether it's, you know, these predictive models about this, that, and the other, it's like, you know, for example, EPA. You know, that that's widely considered one of the efficiency metrics of, of uh, uh, not the environmental. Protection no, no, agency, right? no, no, not the environmental EPA forever. Right. Um, I just looks like he's that one. Right. He's, he's very earthy, crunchy. So, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So may, maybe the EPA, if it is actually the EPA, would love him. But there, there's three different EPA. There, there's an EPA from ESPN. There's an EPA from Football Outsiders. It's an EPA from RSBDSM, all, you know, the Ben Baldwin site or whatever. So, and all of them say something different. <laughs> so, so what, which one is it? Well, guess what? The one that, uh, 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 the, uh, RB, uh, RS, I'm, I'm, I always, I'm screwing it up. RBSDM.com. That's the one people go for because Aaron Rodgers is number one. Well, ESPN in both past EPA and, and just overall EPA have, have Brady at a significantly higher mark, like at one or two and one respectively, whereas Rogers fifth and fourth ranked in the league. So, you know, people are leaning on specific stats, but the crux of the case, and I'm going to sum it up, John, and I I want you to tell me if I'm missing anything for Aaron Rodgers, Uh, the touchdown interception ratio, QBR, passer rating. And obviously the the record, right? Things he has, right? And And, team record, if if he ends up being the one seed, will you know, could be a factor. And, Right there, and, and that's that's my big issue because then we look at how those numbers and how that factors in and how that has become what it is, and it all comes down to raw interception totals. And that's why mm-hmm. I think that this this narrative that Aaron Rodgers is somehow the, the leader in the clubhouse when it comes to uh, the MVP race, race is so misguided because it's all really about those raw <laughs> interception numbers like and, and we will both sit here and, uh, and agree that you know Brady's had some misfortune certainly earlier in the season of late mm-hmm. most of the interceptions really have mostly been on him but again when I say most we're talking about small numbers relative to the rest of the quarterbacks in the league um, just removing you know say a couple of the very obvious like the the Leonard Fournette throw where he caught it in stride and it's just popped up in the air in a defense you know what i mean eliminating mm-hmm. those would probably be enough to elevate Brady in all of those categories and that's how that's how fickle and that's how thin of a case that is is based on just the interception totals which has a huge impact on passer rating by the way because they you know what i mean passer rating uh, yeah. uh it's it, it's a very it's a very Raw. No, I mean it, it. It takes in little context. It's it's more about just like it's it's completion percentage, touchdowns, interceptions, and yards. And it, it's that that's it. And and it, the formula is what it is. You have to you know be able to sit there and, and realize it's very limited in what it can tell uh, in the scope of the actual play of the quarterback. Um, EPA has its problems. You know you know Jimmy Garoppolo according to EPA is the number two quarterback in the league. Do you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, man, that sounds like uh, maybe maybe it's based on looks. Yeah, like maybe. he's the best 
Maybe. Back, so well, he, that's... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like but I said, Brady and Rogers are homely. I mean, they're both pretty good looking dudes themselves. Um, but, you know, Garoppolo is at a different level when well, it comes and, to and looks. I mean, he's a paisan, of course. Yeah, paisan, of course. I, I know you're a little bit biased with those, uh, you know. You're Joe Burrow, though. Joe Burrow's yeah. a good looking <laughs> well, dude. So well, like I, like I said, like I, said I, I, I care more about the inheritance and the looks here. All these relations that you say that I have, that, I, just wanna, yeah, I, I, just, I just want one of them to come to fruition. That's all. Um, well, Rich Uncle Skip, I don't know. If I'm guessing Rich Uncle Skip doesn't have a lot of family members that like him. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I don't know if he's got close relationships. His, his brother is a very prominent chef. Um, I think it's I think what his brother's name is is a prominent chef. I don't even know what their relationship is, but I know Skip talks poorly about his parents that are mm-hmm. both deceased. I think so. It's like uh, you know maybe he maybe he'll leave you something. Yeah, you maybe, know, you would maybe. he. I'll, yeah, I'm sure you gotta you gotta get these stats to him. I, I will. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing it. Look, he doesn't follow him on Twitter, but he may start following you. I think that that could be his first follow. Well, <laughs> that would be something, right? Again, maybe that would go a long way towards getting my inheritance. But as as we run out of time here, I'm going to leave you with with again just a few numbers. We I've I've talked to exhaustion <laughs> about drops, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Thirty-one to twelve, by the way, that's a very significant number. Again. <laughs> just half of those take, take take like five of them and that significantly changes the passer rating as well so keep that in mind um pass offense dvoa buccaneers number one total offense number one points per game number two points allowed nine which is 12 fewer than uh uh the packers so they're relatively right in the same ballpark uh the packers mm-hmm. though 13th in, in points 13th in points per game um and and this is this is the big thing, and and this was obviously uh, uh, shifted even further apart this past weekend. Strength of schedule for the offense, and I'm not talking about you know playing uh, a poor. I'm talking about offense versus defense. So it's it's a little bit more specific to the obviously the offense. Strength of schedule for the Buccaneers one, meaning the worst, the hardest in the league. Packers nineteenth. That's 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 a that's a big difference. So that's significant. I mean, there's there's so many ways you can look into this. The, okay. the way I look at it this way again is that, and look, if either one wins, I mean, obviously want to see Rogers winning because that's kind of all he's hanging on at this point, right? In has. terms of his <laughs> legacy, no, it's, true. it's true. I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I just, I mean, the NFC is really tough. Look, they're they're like four plays away from being eight and seven instead of twelve and three. They're not a dominant twelve and three team. You know, if they get to the Super Bowl and win, great. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but, you know, I can hope. But when you're talking about legacy, that's what he's holding on to is, oh, he'd be only the second guy with four or more MVPs in the history of the league. That's that's a pretty good accomplishment if you think MVPs are important. I'll say this, that I think Rodgers wins this with the macro numbers, the macro viewpoint, whereas Tom's winning with the micro, right? Like the, the deeper, if you really want to – dive deep into it, you could see that Brady's had, had the superior year. Yeah, Whereas yeah. you just look at, again, touchdowns mm-hmm. and interceptions, quarterback rating, passer rating, you know, Rodgers hasn't beat there. Now it depends on what the voters look at, right? Because you may just have some guys that don't get into this and go, yeah, Rodgers is the MVP, yeah. you know, or, or some might say Brady's the MVP. So it, it comes to see, like, I, that's why I'd like to see the makeup of the voters. And, yeah, and, and I, I would too. Dude. That way, that way, I know yeah. who to uh, contact and message. Who to send to? Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know I, you know a couple of the voters, so you've got like forty-eight to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You see me, uh, you know, really knocking on doors and just handing out flyers and stuff like that. So um, I, I got some work ahead of me. Like I said, I mean, I, I think, I think again, the the more we push, I mean, this be, this could become moot too. I mean, we're talking about uh, the Buccaneers, despite being limited, going in and playing the Jets. I mean, right. I, I just, I, you know, obviously I, I, I give Brady a lot of credit for having a hard schedule up until this point. The Jets are not a hard team. So, you know, there's a there's an opportunity for him to completely, um, you know, wipe out anything. Because even based on um, the performance of each quarterback last this last week and based on the numbers that I saw, you know, a week prior, uh, again, surface, on the surface, you would think that people would say, oh, Aaron Rodgers had a better game, right? Brady closed the gap on every single efficiency number, including overtaking him on efficiency numbers after that game. But on the surface, John, it would you would say, oh, Aaron Rodgers, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. But the reality of it was uh, Brady had a better game and was more negatively impacted by plays outside of his control, which has kind of been the theme 
at the end of the day, and I'm going to leave this for everyone because I, I want to just further emphasize the fact that I do wholeheartedly believe that these are the very two best quarterbacks in the league. I know there's a lot of young quarterbacks that are coming up, and it's going to be fun to watch them play. But as good as they are, their production does not outweigh the experience of these two and the success of these two. So that goes a long way, especially when you factor in that they're still at the top of the you know hierarchy. So these are the two best quarterbacks in the league. The race is extremely tight, but Brady's the leader. And really a, a pretty straightforward performance the last couple of weeks should wrap it up for him if people are really paying attention. And my, my hope is I can open some eyes, John. That's what, that's what I'm hoping to do, John. That's what you're there for. And it could come down to weather too, right? I mean, because Brady's playing at the Jets. Mm-hmm. Who knows what it's going to be like in New York on Sunday. Although from what I'm seeing, the weather is going to be okay here. So I would assume it's going to be okay in New York. Rogers is playing Minnesota on a Sunday night game in Green Bay. It's supposed to be about five degrees at game time, but both Brady and Rogers are fine in yeah, climate yeah. weather. I think that's what really is, is like the rubber stamp of why these two guys are so sensational. I mean, Manning was not good in bad weather. Um, he didn't play in it a lot because he was a dome quarterback for most of his career. And the same thing with Drew Brees. These two guys, it's like put them in snow, put them in wind. Wind is always a factor. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are as a quarterback. Wind can dictate that. But cold never really affects these guys. They're just fine. Yeah, exactly. You're go- you're gonna <clears throat> they're gonna perform no matter what, and we've seen it happen in the cold year in and year out. So that to me isn't isn't a thing. But to your point, wind is certainly I think the biggest. Uh, negative uh, uh, weather factor for any quarterback. Wind, and, and you add a little wetness to it, then it, it makes things a little yeah. bit more complicated. But uh, no, it's 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 going to be great. So tomorrow, tomorrow, John, it's the last day of 2021. So maybe we'll give some New Year's resolutions and uh, give give some uh, some some real good takes to bring us into the new year. It should be fun. So yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me with a very <clears throat> scratchy voice right now. Apparently, I'm losing it, but. Hopefully it'll be back tomorrow because we plan on being back. Have a great day. We'll talk to you then. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 